What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Last Take Sports Podcast. And finally, some recent news from the sports world. The NBA is coming back in Disney World at the end of July, and we're here to talk about it, obviously, as sports podcasters. When sports news comes out during quarantine, you know, we got to talk about it. But, you know, Elliot, speaking of quarantine, I know you guys told me not to mention this. It is kind of wrapping up here, it seems like, and we are starting to move out of quarantine and back into sort of a normal life. So what are your guys' thoughts on, you know, finally starting getting to go back to stuff like it was before? Henry, it feels great just uh, finally being able to get out of the house and also uh... – Sports is coming back pretty soon. It looks like uh, stuff is starting to open up. I know local sports are starting to be played as well as youth sports in our area, which is great to see. So I'm just very excited for everything to come. Yeah, baseball teams have had baseball practices. And, you know, I even attended one, you know, not a baseball player myself, but I had a good time running out there with my friends. And, you know, Governor, last time we talked, I don't think we, you know, stated that the governor lifted the stay-at-home order till now. It's June 8th. So getting pretty excited for what the summer has to come for us. And, you know, school is almost out. So going to be grinding those podcasts. And, yeah. Yes, but let's move into today's topic, which obviously is probably the biggest topic in sports right now, which is the NBA coming back. So the proposed idea was for the NBA to come back July 31st. That's when games would start and they would play eight games each, then move into the playoffs, which would finish up in, I believe, October. But let's talk about the format a little bit. It's, it's a very interesting format as they're only going to play eight games and not actually finish up the regular season. So there'll be some mishaps in certain teams playing different amount of games throughout the season. But in the playoffs is where it gets really weird, where if – a team that is not the eighth seed or below the eighth seed, which would be the Wizards in the East and the Suns, the Spurs, the Kings, the, and the Pelicans, I believe, in the West. If they're within four games of the eighth seeds, which are the, the current eighth seeds, are the Magic in the East and the Memphis and, Me- and Memphis in the West. If they're within four games, there will be a play-in tournament, which would consist of a one-game single elimination if there are more than one team. But if there's only one team, they'd have to beat that A seed twice in a row. So what are your guys' thoughts on this interesting format that the NBA is going with for the rest of their season? Yeah, Henry, you forgot to mention that they're only having, you know, 22 teams, 13 from the West and nine from the East. So, I mean, it's very interesting, you know, this three-month kind of break that these players had. and you know, they've had to push everything back, the draft lottery, the NBA draft. And I think it's just going to be so interesting to see what happens, especially in the 2020-2021 season. But I just – I'm just very curious to see, like, you know, obviously we saw the Katie and Kyrie aren't going to play remainder remainder of the season. I mean, we saw rumors that John Wall might come back for the remainder of the season. I'm curious to see if, you know, teams are – trying to make that push or actually trying to make the lottery. So I'm just, I'm just excited to see sports. Yeah, Elliot. And also one thing I uh, think that they can do for the teams that aren't in the playoff. I know this, uh, I think might be proposed, but in 
put into play. But I think that the teams who don't make the playoff, I think they should still be able to finish out the regular season, maybe not the full length of the regular season, but at least get some games in. I think they should be able to play a little summer league type uh, regular season play almost. Doesn't really count for anything, but at least they can get out there and play. So that's what I think they should maybe do with those teams who did not qualify for the playoffs. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see because of all these players move that haven't played in a while. But one of the other topics we were going to talk about today is how they're going to talk about or do home court advantage. Because as you know, there's going to be no fans attending these games. And some of the proposed ideas I thought were very interesting. So let me read over them for you listeners who have not heard these ideas yet. So the ideas consisted of the home team receiving or selecting one player who gets six, seven fouls instead of six. And another one would be the higher seed getting the ball in the second, third, and fourth quarters. Another one would be the higher seeds coach being received an extra challenge. Another one is also the higher seeds getting a preferred selection of hotel that they would be staying in in Disney. And the final one is being able to transfer their actual hardwood into the complex to use during the games. Yeah, Henry, I think some of these proposals are kind of ridiculous. Like the choose your own hotel in Disney. I thought that was a little ridiculous. I didn't know how much that had to do with home court advantage. But I mean, whatever floats your boat, you know, I mean, some of these teams might have a true preference on which hotel they would like to stay in. But I, I don't really think that it's really necessary to give these perks to the so-called home teams and give them a home court advantage type feel. I think it would be kind of neat to see them maybe do like a March Madness type thing and see them have a thing where like the home court team or the higher seed doesn't really have a home court advantage. And that's what I think would be kind of cool about that because the underdog might have an extra chance to maybe get an upset victory, which I would kind of like to see, which is kind of almost a March Madness feel. You know, Andrew, I kind of disagree with you here. I think, you know, the NBA, it's all about, you know, you're playing the regular season kind of to, you know, get the higher seed to get home court advantage in the playoffs. And see, this is why I think that, I mean, I, I don't know if these, you know, you could say perks really help the home, the home team. I mean, the hotel, I mean, what you said was whatever floats your boat, I guess. Um, I think the foul rule where you get to select one player that can receive seven instead of six personal fouls is, you know, probably the best one out there. And I think the home court would be pretty cool to get transferred, but I don't know if it, if it will really help, but I mean, I just don't know how this is going to work, you know, with home court advantage. Elliot, you said how like you don't think that, uh, that what I said would work because not really giving anybody perks it would kind of offset all the work they did in the uh, regular season before all this. But you think they played for the seed. And when they play for the seed, that automatically gives the one seed a better chance of moving on to the next round by playing a lower seed in their conference. So I think you can consider that a perk for the uh, better team, giving them the better matchup 
and an easier chance to move on. So I don't really see a need to give a team a better hotel or a hotel of choice, I should say, or maybe give an extra player an extra foul. It just doesn't really make much sense to me. I think it would just be cool to see maybe no perks for the home uh, team. Yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying. I guess you do, like, if you're the one seed, you would get to play the eighth seed in the playoffs. But, you know, you kind of work hard for the the home court advantage. And, you know, I just don't think, obviously there's no fans to help the home team. So I don't know what they're going to do with that. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see what they do with this. But before we finish up this podcast here and talk about a couple more subjects, let's go into a quick ad that everybody likes to hear from Elliot about Anchor. Thank you guys for listening to that quick ad from Anchor. And let's get right back into talking about the NBA coming back. So first topic coming back from the sponsorship from Anchor Uh, Who do you guys think may have benefited from this new proposal that was put into place in new format? So who do you guys think benefited from it? I mean, clearly I think the Lakers were a big name because, you know, you got a 34, 35-year-old LeBron James, you know, still one of the best players in the league. And, you know, you give him three months rest, who knows what can happen. And, you know, that team is very old as well. You know, you have, valuable pieces like Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee that have been in the league for a while. And then you also have young legs and Anthony Davis, who is, you know, getting banged up during the regular season. So I think the Lakers are definitely a big name. And I think the Grizzlies are also because, you know, they didn't have one of their star young pieces and Jaron Jackson Jr. He was out due to injury and I'm pretty positive he'll be back by now. And, you know, Luca was getting banged up in the Mavericks. So I think most teams benefited from this. Elliot, I would have to agree with you. I think the Lakers really benefited from the rest because they do have an older team. But who I think benefited more is all the bubble teams. I think that this format gave them a chance to get that eighth seed and to sneak into the playoffs. So I truly think the bubble teams like uh, the Sacramento Kings, the New Orleans Pelicans, and then the eighth seeds are kind of in trouble. I feel like, because this gives them an easy chance to slip out of the playoffs. So I think that those New Orleans Pelicans and the Phoenix Suns and the Sacramento Kings and the Washington Wizards, that group of bubble teams that aren't really in the playoffs right now, but could possibly sneak in with this eight-game regular season slash playoff or uh, play-in games. So I think the bubble teams who are not in the playoffs, I think those teams benefited most from this new format. Yeah, Andrew, I'm going to have to agree with you, especially about the Lakers because of the fact you guys mentioned that they are a very old team when it comes to the average age of their players. And also I have to agree with you on those bubble teams, but in particular Portland and New Orleans. Portland because – they're going to be that most experienced team when it comes to all-star when it comes to playoff basketball out of all those teams who are on the bubble and i think that it's going to help them in that stretch and new orleans because they're a young team they're they're going to be exciting to watch and this mainly happens so we could give zion a chance to play in the playoffs quite possibly and i think zion's going to be ready to play because he was banged up most of the year but he gave him a lot of rest and that's just going to help him a lot 
Yeah, and something interesting about Portland, they were actually the only team that voted against this new format being put into place. They were actually all in for a 20-team format, which I believed would have left them out. I think they were willing just to sacrifice their season because Damian Lillard did come out with a statement saying he isn't really interested in coming back to play this season. So now that I'm pretty sure they're included to play with this 22-team format, I'm pretty sure he will play. But that'll be interesting to see. And also, it's crazy because they are the only team that voted against this new format. I mean, 29-1 to uh, this vote was. And that one team that voted no was Portland. So, I mean, I just thought that was pretty interesting to see. Yeah, and before we get to our finals predictions, I just wanted to – Give your thoughts on the whole uh, Nikola Jokic coming back with the six-pack. I mean, it, it is a pretty big meme spreading around the NBA world right now. So, Andrew, I, I'm just, you know, coming from you, what do you have to say? Elliot, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> I mean, that guy has not been known for really his uh, physical uh, look and stature. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if he put on some muscle before – uh, the NBA season comes back. And I've seen James Harden kind of slim down a little. If you guys have seen that, it uh, looks like he's been uh, staying in good shape. So that should be very interesting to see how these NBA players have been using their off time in a good way and maybe gaining some muscle. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see teams like the Rockets and the Nuggets because they were not – I mean, it's it's hard to tell with them because they're right on that cusp of – finals contenders but speaking of the finals why don't we give our two finals teams and our finals prediction based on this new format that we have for the NBA this year Henry my finals uh my finals will consist of two teams one from the west one from the east and I'll tell you those right now and I believe the team from the east isn't really a question for me and I think that will be the Milwaukee Bucks I just think that Giannis will lead that team. I think they're just the best team in the East by a long shot. And my team from the West, I believe, will be the Los Angeles Clippers. And I believe they will get past LeBron and AD. I believe that uh, the Clippers are a much deeper team. And I also believe they're a better defending team. And I think Kawhi has just proven he could be a leader. Maybe he might not talk a lot. Maybe he's a robot. Who knows? But it seems last year he took that Toronto team up to the next level and won them a championship for the one year he was there. So I think he could do that with this Clippers team with the help of Paul George. So I think the Clippers will beat the Bucks. saying all that about the Clippers. I think the Clippers will just be the best team in the NBA because of their defense. And also, I just think Kawhi and Paul George are great leaders. And I think they could lead their team over the edge and win the NBA Finals against the Milwaukee Bucks. Elliot, what do you think about the NBA Finals this year? I mean, mine's pretty simple. I, I just have to say, I think the Bucks are going to win the NBA Finals. I mean, I, I just think no one's going to stop Giannis, Giannis in his core. And what the Bucks did and what the Bucks did to put a great team around Giannis in shooters like, like Eric Bledsoe, Chris Middleton – and even Dante DiVincenzo, I thought, has had a great year as a second-year player. And then Brooke Lopez, obviously, you know, can hit from everywhere. That's why his name is Splash Mountain. 
And I just don't see a team – I know that Kawhi can defend him, but they have so many pieces this year. And I just don't think that, you know, a lot of teams can defend him or uh, – defend him or his – Giannis, I'm saying. Giannis or his following teammates. And that's why – and Mike Budenholzer, I mean, I think – I just think he needs his revenge, and I think they'll get to the NBA Finals and win it. Yeah, and I'm going to go here, as you guys mentioned, I also agree with the Bucks coming out of the East just because they're the best team, and it's not really close in my opinion. But from the West, I do have the Los Angeles Lakers, and I think LeBron is on a mission. He's playing with a lot of motivation, a heavy heart with the loss of Kobe Bryant, which was one of his idols growing up as a basketball player, and I think he's going to want to win this for him. I also think that they have another top five play, top six, seven, whatever you want to consider AD. He's going to help them as well. And although they may, they may not be the best team, they have two of the best players, and I think that's what's going to matter down the stretch. And that's why going on here, I have the Los Angeles Lakers winning the NBA Finals. I think AD will be able to slow down Giannis enough, and LeBron will do his thing in the finals, and LeBron will get his fourth – NBA Finals. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. We all have different NBA Finals winners, but I think it's a perfect time to wrap it up here. And Henry, would you like to do so? Yes, Elliot. As always, we want to thank everybody for listening. It's It's been a pleasure doing this podcast with you guys, and especially from all the recent support we've gotten. And I think it's you guys are going to like these next coming episodes we have, especially because we do have a special guest coming up later this week you guys will have to stay tuned to listen but with that i think that's going to wrap up today's podcast and we'll see you guys next time